Hey, it's your host, April. This show, The High Guide, talks about altered states of consciousness brought on by cannabis and psychedelics and is intended for audiences 21 and over. If you've been listening to the show for a while and you like what you hear, please leave us a rating, a review, or a heart wherever you listen to podcasts. And lastly, I'm not a medical professional. If you are experiencing any mental or physical health concerns, please seek a licensed medical professional. Hello, and welcome to The High Guide. I'm your host, April Pride. A cannabis plant's color and the slang for the plant itself, green, is from chlorophyll, also found in lettuce and other vegetables. Similar to chlorophyll is anthocyanin, which is the substance that makes weed plants turn shades from red to purple to blue. Follow along as we follow the cannabis rainbow of cultivars or strains with colors in their name. But before finding your pot of gold, and a double rainbow of course, say hey to your high guides for this episode. My name is Lo and I'm the founder and CEO of Halo Cannabis. So I actually usually take dry hits, a hit off a joint before I even light it, or I'll take a vape hit before I put it in the in the device. Um, Mario Guzman, a.k.a. Sherbinsky. I was like, you know what? She's a woman. She's in the industry. Um, I respect her. Sherry Horn. I'm on city council here in Laguna Woods. I'm also a, a senior assemblywoman with the California Senior Legislature. Antoinette Gomez, the founder and CEO of Pleasure Peaks. And me being like a very pleasure curious person, like I need to be creative. Me too, Antoinette which is why and how episodes like this one come to be. Because when you see the world in rainbows, I'd recommend Rainbow Kush for smiles and tons of laughing. Yep, there is a giggly pot. It has a mild body high, focused mind, low THC for daytime use, and it helps to treat anxiety, stress, and depression. Because Kush strains are really, really good at just that warm body sensation. And um, that ultimate, like, just lift off your shoulders. Kush genetics have often been touted as pain healers or help with um, just general relaxation. Kush strains derive their name from the Hindu Kush Mountains in Afghanistan, where growing conditions, the terroir, influence the structure and chemistry of indica plants, characterized by dense nugs and a sweet lemon piney aroma. Kush strains typically offer a welcome and warm body buzz with an exceptional dose of euphoria. You will get real high, is what that means. So high, in fact, you can decide that the first color in the rainbow starts with pink. Pink panties is, is again, you know, it's um, it's more on the, it's a few generations back. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, and pink panties is, it leans more on the sativa side. With pink panties, a lot of people that are heavy smokers, that's not their favorite strain. But for women, it has that sativa feeling. It has less of the indica. I guess I do like the sativa better than the indica because I like the creative uh, and the giggly Mm -hmm. stuff. One hit off a joint and you're like, cool. A good batch of, of pink panties. It gives you just this feeling that everything is all good. So why the name pink panties? it's a female plant it's a lady and so and also it had pink hairs when it was first coming out so i thought oh wow like the pink is very special 
and it's a female. So at first, amongst our small little group, we called it Pink Pussy. And then my friend, um, shout out Maya, Maya said, hey, I don't like the sound of that. I don't think women are going to want to smoke Pink Pussy. Well, how about Pink Panties? Shout out to Maya indeed. And that's Maya of Legendary Um Edibles and co-creator of Whoopi and Maya. This is the woman Sherbinsky was giving props to in his intro. I just wanted to make sure that you knew off the bat he was a good guy despite the unfortunate original strain name. This is a great example of what's behind a strain name. Well, how about pink panties? I wear pink panties. Let me smoke that. So what happens when you take Kush genetics and mix it with pink? There's nothing better than pink Kush. As a Canadian, one of our best, well-known, world-known, really, um, cultivar is pink Kush. It's If you ask any Canadian, they're like, this is the greatest dream. The U.S. absolutely knows nothing about it. I was dating an American. He's just like, what's pink Kush? Is it actually pink? (laughs) In acidic environments, cannabis turns pinkish or red. The varying petal colors of hydrangea best demonstrate the color changes when genetics and environment interact. So how does all this pink green make us feel? I feel that pink kush is such a loving, energetic strain that makes you just feel encapsulated. It kind of brings you out of your body. You're no longer like in your stress. You're no longer about your worries. That is so far beyond gone. It's not getting them too high. It's making them feel good. And, you know, next time they're going to say, hey, uh, let's let's, you know, Saturday night. How about we do that pink panties again? That was great. If pink is for Netflix and chill type of Saturday nights, it must be because Friday was a seeing red kind of night, which is exactly what happened to me because I like to get high. And red Congolese is just a euphoric high. It just... That one scrambles your brain a little bit too. Red Congolese, I had to sample it before I got on a flight. And if I choose to consume before I have to do something, I like set alarms for myself and I make sure that I do what I'm supposed to do. This definitely was what I had to do to make sure I didn't miss my flight. Like I'm on mushrooms. Tangy just gives me that mushroom feeling. Tangy is a cross of California orange. Remember the balanced classic cultivar we discussed in the fruit name episode? And a skunk. Known for their skunk-like aroma, skunk strain varieties, or cultivars, provide a balanced and uplifting psychoactive effect and full body buzz. It makes me melt into my body. It makes me just really let go of all of my worries. I generally think of the skunk variety as being more like earthy, skunk smelling. Okay, when you say it smells skunky, you said it smells earthy, like earthy, musky. And you know what comes from the earth and rainbows? Gold. A little ounce of Acapulco gold was pretty good. The strain is called Acapulco gold. And I do have to say that it just, it felt so clear and uh, I felt really calm, really grounded. And it was a, a really terrific experience. Acapulco Gold is a landrace strain. All modern cannabis genetics derive from landrace strains. Think of these as ancestral strains. These are strains that come from throughout the world. Jamaica, India, Africa, Mexico, Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Central America. What makes them different? Low THC, higher in CBD, more therapeutic, 
and less intoxicating. In the 20th century, nearly all of the CBD was brought out, while simultaneously levels of THC, the stuff that gets you high, increased wildly, like from 6% to 26%-ish. It's like smoking sunshine. It's like green crack. Perfect to use in the daylight hours because it keeps you energized. Me being such a lazy body, (laughs) you couldn't even get me to work out most days. But when I smoke green crack, it really gets me all the energy I need. Break a sweat. Sometimes growers don't sweat the small stuff. Like, you know, bothering to better the genetics of a plant. Instead, they take winning DNA and give it a name to match. Blue Dream and Snoop Dream are the same. Some genius was just like, what if, I think, you know, sometimes Snoop said Blue Dream was his favorite or something. And so he was like, let's put Snoop Dream together and... Semantics, clearly. But what about when a strain like Blue Dream, also known as America's favorite strain, keeps its name, but the high is somehow different? The Blue Dream from one grow may look, smell, and make you feel different than a Blue Dream from another grow, like state to state. Or whether the plant is grown indoor versus outdoor. Where and how the cannabis is grown will actually have a pretty big effect on how you feel when you consume it. And another one that was a lot like that was lilac diamonds, which I picked up in Oregon on a road trip. It's like if OG Kush and Headband had a baby. (laughs) Everything just feels easy. The only thing standing between you and a good time is the not-so-simple act of dropping your shoulders and that pesky to-do list. Enter Purple Arrow, one of the best strains for tackling pain. And how do strains confront pain? They turn purple. It may be a kind of antifreeze protecting plants from cooler climates. Again, the purple coloration is from the presence of anthocyanins, a group of around 400 water-soluble pigments belonging to the category flavonoids. After cannabinoids like THC and CBD and terpenes like limonene and myrcene, which we discussed in the fruit strain episode, flavonoids are one of the three most important components of cannabis chemovars. And purple, or perp, is the most important component to many a strain name. Granddaddy perp, I mean, it's just, it's a good one and you can usually find it in every state. In fact, it's very popular here on the West Coast. I recommend it for nighttime use. And if if strains were defined, Granddaddy Perp would probably be translated to couch lock, mind free. You're just in this positive, loving energy with this high. This is one of the strains that I didn't fall in love with. It fell in love with me, okay? <laughs> Super Silver Haze. Hay strains offer a deep sense of relaxation that follows the intense cerebral high. It's like that MDMA. No coincidence that when I chose Vanderpop's party strain, I chose Super Silver Haze from Bondi Farms here in Washington. And yes, the trichomes on the bud give the strain a silver hue from which it takes its name. Thanks to our high guides in this and every episode of the high guide. Tune in for the final episode featured on the How to Do the Pot podcast feed in two weeks. But don't worry, the high guide will continue with me as your host. You can follow and subscribe to The High Guide now wherever you listen to podcasts like this one. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. Many of you who listen have followed my cannabis journey, and I'm very excited to share in this next chapter. So please follow along on Instagram at April Pride. You can find How to Do the Pot on Instagram at Do the Pot. And for lots more information and past episodes, 
visitdothepot.com. Thanks to How to Do the Pot's co-creator and new full-time host, Ellen Scanlon, Maddie Fair, our brand manager, and our producers, Nick Petrie and Josh Brown. <laughs>